Hey everybody, I'm Luke. And I'm Kurt. And welcome back to The Breakdown. It's another week. It sure is. Well, it's only the beginning of the year, bro. You say that like... <laughs> well, it's, you it's know, another week. I guess we're just here. It is another week. Let's be thankful we're here. <laughs> I agree. I agree with you. It's good to see you today. We're just having some fun off the mic here. So it's coming back into the studio and like stuff's everywhere. Okay. You know, who was here? I don't know if you're listening. What were you doing in here? <laughs> Interface was left on the floor. Man, Mike, lots of crazy. Mike stands everywhere. Everywhere. You know, I will say I walked through the uh, new space just real quickly, and I bumped into a room, and I thought, hey, David, is this going to be our studio? So I guess there's ultimately, it's not the studio. I was wrong. But David, our media tech guy here at the church, he is desiring this studio that could just be used for multiple things. So oh, that'd be so cool. I'm very excited. Because what you don't know is we're sitting here with sheets over the wall, like not official padding <laughs> to to block out all the... It's not real sound absorption, but it works. It works. It certainly does. Yeah. Hey, so uh, before we get into Sunday in the big kids' classroom, let's get into Sunday <laughs> in the little kids' classroom. Let's just start there, okay? Because... His kids? Well, his kids, yeah. You know, I was talking with Ron Eaton, one of our elders, and he's like, you know, we're all kids. He's like, you got the big kid sanctuary over here, and we, we've got these little kids down here. I like the I like that, and that's really good. You, my friend, had an opportunity to serve in his kids this week. I certainly did. I certainly did. Scientist Luke, he made an appearance. He sure did. And uh, you ended. Up, I heard you ended up getting the glasses you needed second service. I did. I yeah. did. Lily came in. Lily came was, in clutch. Yeah. Yes, she did. But I peeked in first service and you were wearing your normal Luke glasses. Yeah. So for those who weren't able to join us, you played a scientist. I did. Who was going to be communicating about the properties of water. Of water. He got a call, but apparently the call wasn't for the scientist. It was really for Apostle Luke, who actually wasn't an apostle um, in the Bible, but he wrote a lot of the uh, New Testament. Yep. Traveled around with Paul. Mm -hmm. um, so you had scientist Luke there, and you had Luke from the Bible, and we had a showdown about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit... Um, the purpose of the Holy Spirit in our life is to comfort us and guide us. And um, scientist Luke did a little experiment about how water can go from a liquid to a gas. Yeah, you're, you're downplaying it. Very quickly. You're downplaying it. It was a phenomenal experiment. Ask any of the kids. I watched the whole thing. Get the review from the children. What I would like you to do. Super fun. Before we get the review from the kids. What I'd like you to do for the listening audience here, as we used to say in the radio days. Yes. Is I would like you to provide for us a little snapshot of your character. Scientist. Well, I think, I think scientist Luke is at the door. He's here? I think he is. Oh my goodness. I the thing is, Dave is going to bring him in. Okay, Dave. Yep. Thank bring, you. Here we go. Come on and have a seat, buddy. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> it's been a few days, but I'm back. You should... uh, where are the kids? I loved the kids. <laughs> the kids were so engaged. They wanted to learn all about the scientific properties of water. H2O specifically. <laughs> They sure did. Scientists Why are you look, laughing, sir? This uh, is no laughing matter. It's not. It's just that I was in the big kid sanctuary on Sunday and I didn't get the full effect. And being here with you, scientist Luke, is just a, it's a dream come true for me. Well, I, I love serving the church. Um, you know, Luke the, from the Bible also showed up and he talked to us about 
uh, the importance of the Holy Spirit and mm. and and science reflects the truths of God. Uh, the truths of God are all throughout nature, and many men of science have be- are also men of God, and we also follow the Holy Spirit even in our scientific endeavors. That is that is so true. I I cannot laugh because I share the same sentiment, scientist Luke. So thank you so. But much. the joy of the Lord is your strength. So laughing is <laughs> laughter is laughter is good medicine. What what can we say? You are so good. I I'm so glad you joined Luke and I today. Uh, Luke, you 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 know how does it feel to have another Luke in the studio? Oh, I think it's awesome. I think the world needs more Lukes. <laughs> You sure do, don't you? <laughs> you guys, of course. You guys are great. Well, uh, Scientist Luke, do you think you're going to be making a, a reappearance again in the kids' ministry? or, or this? If I, invite, if I am invited, I shall be there. Wow. Well, what, we look forward to seeing what other things you can share with us uh, about God's creation. I will tell you this, Scientist Luke. I am a firm believer that science, when we follow the evidence where it leads, science constantly points us to God. It certainly does. You know, the Bible says the heavens declare the glory of God. That's so true. You know, you're not just a scientist. You know your Bible, too. It is very important. (laughs) Above all knowledge, it must be infused with the truth of God. Oh, my. This is amazing. You know what? We are definitely going to have you back on the show. You should go back and watch Pastor Zach's message or next time watch it so we can bring you back on the show. and you. Well, it's on on the YouTube. (laughs) So... Modern technology is a wonderful thing. It sure is. That's great. It's on the YouTube, right, with the Facebook and the and Instagram. the Facebook and the Instagram. <laughs> well, Luke, thanks for joining. Scientist Luke, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. Well, so do you have a, like a favorite salutation that you give the kids or no? Hello. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Dave, you can go ahead and take them out. Goodbye. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> wow, that is just so cool. I mean, he's you know, a cool guy. He's a really yeah. cool guy. You always say that at, at church. Hey, you never know what's going to happen. And so it's really awesome. I'm, I'm so glad that he came to join us. And man, I will say uh, this kid's curriculum, writing it from home is, is wonderful. We have all these new characters that show up. And what's great, Luke, is watching the past six weeks of, <clears throat> of our kids' ministry is that these characters aren't just on the television. They've mm-hmm. been live and in person with our kids. They're learning Absolutely. right there. So yep. it's, it's a lot of fun. So, hey, uh, I am really grateful that you had Scientist Luke join us on Sunday as well as today. Well, he he's a busy man. He is. But we were able to get him away from his physics uh, experiments. And yeah. Wonderful. Spend some time with us today. I know. That's so good. And And the experiment that he demonstrated, I have to say, is one of my favorites. I'm a big science geek, and I loved the experiment. It gets me every time. Yep. Gets so me every ask time. the kids what it was. Yeah. You can learn from them. And you know, you were saying it, and scientist Luke was saying it when he was here, how how much the importance of the Holy Spirit in our experience mm-hmm. with the Lord. We we talked to the kids over the past several weeks about the the system that God has given us. You know, Jesus gives us this parable about the seed and the sower. And what I love about what the kids explored this month was that it's we went a little bit deeper to talk about what is the seed what is the ground what's the word of god and then last week was all about the holy spirit and the part that he plays in helping us unearth this uh word of god in our lives so really good really good study and uh you know it ties right into the message it it sure does it sure does so pastor zach in the big kids sanctuary uh, was actually teaching a little bit further. I love what he said. I even wrote this down. I'm gonna. You're the one that's usually quoting, but I'm gonna go here. He said, 
This is, I didn't write it down. Oh my goodness, it's so good. I'm not going to get it right. You'll probably remember. This is not a series. Yes, I did write it down. It's, yes, not, a series. it's not a series. It's a continuation. <laughs> All right. That's, you know, that's fine. We can, we can split hairs. I can totally work with that. So. I agree. We don't do series at his Providence Church. We do continuations. So, <laughs> you know, that's why, they, that's why I'm in the teaching business because I get to keep building on. Yeah. I love series. I just me keep too. going. Oh, me too. Absolutely. It's, it's a chance for us to be thorough. Yeah. And uh, for us to see the continuation. Uh, within a, a passage and a series, you know. That's what makes us teachers, Luke. I, yeah. I think that's where we, we call it. We gravitate towards that. We do. We do gravitate towards that. Speaking of teaching, before we get into Sunday's message, big time right now. I know by the time this airs, we will literally have just a day or so for last call registration for School of the Spirit spring semester. I said spring, folks. We start next week. It is going to be an awesome time. Orientation is on Sunday. So if you can get in right now, schoolofthespirit.church, scroll to the bottom of the page, hit apply now. If you're a returning student and you haven't been back in a while, scroll to the bottom of the page, schoolofthespirit.church, hit student portal and plug in, check out what classes we're offering this semester. That's so cool. So cool. I've talked to a few people and they're very excited. They're looking forward to the classes. Yeah. So if you've considered, then this might be your semester. I'll tell you what, we have a couple of great classes that are already filling up. I mean, they're packed. I don't know where we're going to put them at this point, but you've got this brand new class, Spiritual Warfare, with Pastor John, which is a, a top runner, and Last Day Events. Last Day Events. I'm going to pause to take 30 seconds on this. No, I'm going to take longer. But I sat with Bill Berg last week, went over this class. I'm very, very pleased, not that anybody needs to please me, but I'm pleased with his approach and his openness to the Lord and the conviction to teach the word about last day events, not a belief system and not multiple theories of dispensation, but actually the word of God. So I will say I'm very excited about this class. I went through all 12 topics uh, with him. We had great discourse and dialogue and it's awesome. It's awesome. So now we can get into Sunday's message because you're sitting there itching. You're like, we got to talk about this. This Yeah, I feel a little ADD today. Really? All right. Do you have some coffee or something before you go? No, I had some this morning, but, you know, just hyper. All right. Well, let's get into it. I mean, you're, you're like jiving Scientist over there. Scientist Luke just got me going. You know? <laughs> he he so, usually does. He yeah. usually does. Pastor Zach brought us into a continuation on Sunday, John 10. John 10, chock full of of some, just some some quotables that Jesus gave us. You know, the enemy comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. John mm-hmm. 10, 10. I've come that they may have life and life more abundantly. You get John 10, the earlier parts of what Pastor Zach was bringing us through, that Jesus is saying, I am the good shepherd. The sheep know my voice Mm -hmm. and the voice of another they'll not listen to. So John 10, I'm really glad that as we have come from the first teaching of the season of like, hey, we might be entering a time of refining where we're going to be falling into trials of various kinds. And we don't have to just count it all joy. We can know that as we keep our ears attentive, we can count it joy. But as we keep our ears attentive to the Good Shepherd, he's going to lead us. Yeah, and I think that's really important. If you haven't read the entirety of John 10, go read that. Because um, I don't know if Pastor Zach's going to stay in it again next week. We never know. Um, but it's, I think it's really important that we understand uh, this analogy mm. that not a teacher, but Jesus used to describe our relationship to him. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus is the one who says that he is the shepherd mm-hmm. and that we are the sheep. So this, there's a lot in there that Jesus wants us to understand. Mm. Um, and when we are going through times of trial or even, I think it's even in the 
the times when we're not in trial, uh, we have to remember, I am a sheep and Jesus is, is the shepherd. Yeah. So I never stop needing to be led. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's when we're, when we're going through something hard and, and the danger is there, we look for the shepherd. The danger is when things are, when, when we think everything's going okay. Right. We get, we get distracted and, we're, and, and we end up treating the shepherd more as like, he's just some, someone to get me out of trouble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what, what Jesus is saying is like, we, we need to stay close by him. Yeah. I've heard a lot of great pastors teach on being sheep. And in this passage specifically, I was really, really blessed the past two weeks to not hear any part of what Pastor Zach was communicating and referring to the sheep as dumb. You know, yeah. you, you hear a lot of teaching sometimes, and it's like, you know, sheep are dumb, they need a shepherd. Mm-hmm. And you never really see that in Jesus' communication in this passage, but a lot of teachers have taken it upon mm-hmm. themselves to come up with that. And Pastor Zach's whole approach is that it's not about sheep being dumb, mm-hmm. that the need for a shepherd, right. is, is, that doesn't mean that the sheep are dumb, they, but they need to respond and listen to his voice mm-hmm. and to stay close enough. Even if there's some grazing, mm-hmm. you got to stay close enough to hear that shepherd or to hear those, those remarks or those clicks, right. whatever the shepherd starts speaking. Right, right. And, you know, people, um, Jesus said, you know, about, about his people, they are people without, they, they are sheep without a shepherd. Yeah. So that, rev- that shows um the heart of god in that he desires us yeah and he goes after us Mm. knowing that without him we are helpless yeah and there's a lot of comfort that i that we should be taking from that which is jesus knows i need him yeah and so all there is for me to do is to recognize that and then and stay close to him Mm -hmm. so because you know um as we talk about this i think the the danger is or, or the what can happen sometimes is like we can we can overanalyze this and we put so much responsibility back on us. Correct. Where and and it's not that we aren't to try and that we that our choices do matter. Yeah, they do. Yep. Uh, we can stray away. We can you know we can go off and do our own thing. But the comfort that we take is, oh, I'm supposed to let the shepherd do the work. Mm. And Jesus says, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Come yeah. to me. Yeah. So when we come to him, it's like, okay, you are surrendering and you're you're taking the work off yourself. And as long as you stay close to the shepherd, then the then the wolves can't get at you. Correct. Correct. This is really good because as you're talking, um, <clears throat> excuse me, what I'm hearing is proximity. Mm-hmm. It really is that proximity. I'm I'm getting a picture right now as we're talking. Um, I have this dog. I have the same dog I've always had. Everybody knows um, I've had some difficult times with my dog. I need to, I do a lot of yielding and processing. <laughs> and as you're talking right now, I, the Lord was dealing with me again this week <laughs> in regards to my dog. And I'm not I'm not rough or abusive or anything, uh, but I'm just saying I I do struggle. And as you're talking right now, all I see is Elfie by my side. She is faithful. She's like on my leg. She just mm-hmm. she I'm there. She's yep. there wherever I am. She wants to be. And I think that's what overwhelms me sometimes because the space where we live is so small. But as you're talking, I'm seeing, okay, this is what the shepherd desires with us, that there's a relationship that wherever he is, we're right there. We're attentive. We're like, hey, what's going on? I want to know what you got to say today. I want to know what you're offering today. Are you you giving things out? I want to be right by your side. And just like my dog, you know, there are times that those sheep are going to stay close and then maybe get a little distracted and they're drawn away. And Pastor Zach was talking about how we we come to this place where we we have a revelation of salvation. We realize we yeah. need a savior. Yeah. We need a savior. So okay, 
enter the good shepherd. We get this good shepherd. And then we do take the onus on ourselves. We're like, okay, we were in, we got the salvation. So now we see ourselves inside of the pen. And Jesus says he is the door. He's the door. Yep. So we see ourselves in the pen. But the point is not to just stay there. The shepherd wants to bring us somewhere. So as he opens that door and begins to lead us out, you know, there were some really interesting and beautiful images that were taking place on Sunday that the shepherd would open the gate, let the sheep out, but then also be moving to the front to begin to lead mm-hmm. the sheep. Yep. And so that proximity is really important. And Pastor Zach talked about, we don't just need that good shepherd to bring us to salvation right. and to be like, okay, I've always got that shepherd for salvation. But in every st- season, season and situation, I was yep. going to reverse those, but in every season yep. and in every situation. Absolutely. And again, I, I think... Uh, it's very easy for us to apply this when something's going wrong. Correct. And things go wrong just because of life and things go wrong because we got distracted and we ended up somewhere where, where we shouldn't be, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But even in the good times, even in the what we would call the good situations, Jesus is there and he wants to lead us. Yeah. And and I think we 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 minimize the role mm. that Jesus and the Holy Spirit play in our life when we only go to him or stop and listen to him when it's like, oh, I really need you now. Yeah. Because the truth is we always need him, even in the good in in the good things. Correct. Even in the areas where we're like, well, I I've I can do that. Like it's like, no, like even in our flesh, like our like our righteousness is as filthy rags. So mm. Even if the good things that I see in my life as good, they're considered not good compared to God's standard. Yeah. So I want to have the voice of God in everything that I do. Mm. I don't want to miss what he has for me, even in a, a situation where I feel comfortable. Yeah. You know, this is really interesting because as we're talking here, I'm, I'm really sensing the importance of understanding that for the shepherd, it's not just about having control of the sheep. The shepherd, Jesus, actually says that he gives his life yeah. for the sheep, that he's mm-hmm. the good shepherd who would give his life for the sake of the sheep. And this invitation, it's, it's just, it keeps coming up every single day for me. The Lord is just after me, and I've got to share it because I believe it's for all of us. There is an invitation to intimacy this year. There, God. Were you, you weren't there Thursday night. No, I was at the encounter. No, so I was asked to lead worship for encounter. Yeah, <laughs> and I—that's what I led with. Wow, I was like, you know, the Lord showed me like we have these invitations to intimacy, just like that. You said yep. it just like that. Wow. Yeah, that was that's how I opened. I had no clue. Oh wow, that's, that's wild. So okay, cool. all right. So we heard it twice. So the Lord—that's what I'm saying. I feel like the beginning of this year, I, I was sharing it on that communion Sunday about this friendship piece. There's an invitation. So you see the shepherd wants to be with the sheep. It's and, and you bring up this point of, hey, it's not just about coming to the shepherd when you need him. It's about staying close because you want... I don't want to miss anything. I, I want this relationship mm-hmm. with you. It's not just what you can do for me because, you know, is the dog by my side because she's expecting some treat? Probably. Probably. But we're neither dogs nor are we legitimate sheep, but we are likened to mm-hmm. sheep. And so we're staying close to the good shepherd because we desire this relationship with him. And I do believe that there is an open invitation right now for us to come closer 
to expect more. You know, as Christians, if you've been Christian for a long time, you grew up on and hearing like it's not about religion, mm-hmm. it's about relationship. Yeah. But nobody really knows how to articulate and explain what they mean. This is it. Mm-hmm. A relationship with the living God where he doesn't just enter in crisis, but he's with us all the time all and we're, the time. we're open to him. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, pastor Zach kind of um in his in his uh message like he he juxtaposed, he compared like two different groups of Christians. Mm. Like there's the 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 Christians that it's like it's all about what they know. Yeah. And then there's the other side where it's like well it's all about what they feel. <laughs> and when we're when we're with the shepherd, we get both. Mhm. You, you do get both. Um and I think a big a big piece of that is valuing his written word. Mm. You know the holy the holy scriptures. Yeah. Um we undervalue that because I th- because I think it's so commonplace to us. And you know, a lot of times it's like, oh, I wish I knew what to do. And it's like, well, did you read the Bible? Yeah. It's it's like someone trying to put a, something together and they're like, I don't know what to do with this. It's like, well, did you read the manual? Right, right. And and we were like, oh, I don't want to do that. And it's like, yeah, but if you if you followed the instructions, like you can you can get out of this. Mm-hmm. Like it, mm-hmm. it, the truth is right there, right there. So be faithful to the revelation that you yeah. have. Yeah, that's good. And then um because God is so uh faithful and loving towards us that it's even more than just the written word mm-hmm. it's the relational word yeah. of the holy spirit inside of us bearing witness with the scripture bearing ri- witness with everything that's happening around us and in us <laughs> that's so good so it's this it's you have the 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 fixed points of scripture <laughs> to keep us anchored but then he meets us in a way that does meet our emotional need through through the word and also so through good. our spirit and through other people. So good. I had this revelation in talking with somebody today because this is what I love about School of the Spirit is that you do have Christians who fall in these two camps. You get really spiritual. Sometimes it gets a little fruity and out there. Yeah. And then you get some real head knowledge people with the word of God and their Bible thumping. And what's beautiful is that the scriptures communicate that Jesus is the Word. He's right. the Word made flesh. In the beginning was the Word. So Jesus is the Word. Jesus talks about his Father and says, God is spirit. Right. And he right. must be worshiped yep. in spirit and in truth. Amen. So you have the Word and you have the Spirit. Amen. And yeah. so it's this yeah. beautiful cocktail, if I could use that loosely, mm-hmm. that is transformational. Right. And and I think in many ways, like it can start with, with the knowing Co- correct. and learning. And like, experiencing. Like we learn that God is sovereign, that he's over everything. We we learn that God is holy, mm. right? Mm. Um, but then it's taking that knowledge. And it's like, okay, so then, Lord, like how does that affect me mm. in my situations? Well, when you take that theological truth that God is sovereign, then it's you apply that to your situations. Like, okay, so God, you are in control of this. Mm. So they, it becomes these anchor points which then speak to our spirit and our emotions, but we have to stop and listen. Mm-hmm. So it, everything fits together. You, you, you need both. You do. You, and you may have started a little heavier in one of those areas. It may have yeah. been, maybe you came to the faith and it was way more experiential and spiritual. Right. Maybe you came to the faith and you're an intellectual individual mm-hmm. and it was way more of the word right. that began to turn you. But as we grow, we need both. Right. 
It, Amen. Yeah, I, I know it's so good. That's why we're, this is why we're here. Yeah. Like we're, we're like teachers who are spirit led because we're like we get it. Which is awesome. This because, is amazing. Because if you're if if you've had more uh, emotions yeah. or or um like I would say like maybe it's not emotion, but it's like you've experienced you've, you've had you've you've borne witness to the work of God in your heart. Yes. Okay. Without yes. without putting words to, mm-hmm. to it. Now you the Holy Spirit is desiring to give you theology and truth that is like yeah so this is what happened correct this is what happened correct you know if i could really tease this out a little bit further because as you're talking i'm seeing it again we'll go to i know jesus and and what we read about were sheep i'm gonna go back to elfie my dog when you're training the dog or i dare say when the shepherd is training the sheep what you want you may use they teach you when you're when you're training your dog you may use some treats. Keep that dog by your side. Keep the treat with you. And you're constantly treating the dog. What are you teaching the dog? Stay by my side. Listen to my voice. Respond to my voice. Mm-hmm. It's not just for the dog. It could very well be like, I just get a treat when I stick around. But as that dog matures, like if you see the dog headed into danger and you're able to, with a word, call that dog back, the same is true for right. us. This is where we have to be close enough. We may be out there grazing. We might be in an open pasture because that's where the shepherd led us. But if we think that we can just keep mm-hmm. going and then the shepherd calls us and we're right. like, we need to come back. Yeah. It's 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 all the practice that we have with that shepherd to know, okay, this is good. It's for my good. I'm gonna respond to that voice. Yep. I'm gonna I may it may have started. What I'm trying to say is it may have started with, you know, I was just kind of being led for a little while. Yeah. It was experiential or the word was really speaking to me. Because when you when you come into a relationship with the Lord, we all have these experiences where it's like fire, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, whoa, why did things get quiet? Yep. What what happened? And we have these seasons and these ebbs and these flows. And in those times where we're either in the pasture land or just in the grazing, we need to stay open to listen to the Good Shepherd for when he does speak. Amen. Amen. And it's important to always have that that place and live out of that place of intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what 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 we were talking about, because um, like when you when you look at like the life of David, I've been thinking about this. You mm-hmm. know, when he like, how does a situation with Bathsheba happen? Well, you know, he wasn't going off to war. He wasn't doing his job right. that that the kings were supposed to do. Um, and then I'm I'm thinking like, you know, he's he's staying in this palace, and he, you know, the Lord had allowed him to come into his calling as king um but then he's getting he's getting distracted mm-hmm. and i just had this thought of like you know the guilt he must have felt after like after the whole situation is is done and 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 um you know he has her husband killed and all of that i wonder if something in him longed for to go back to where it all began it's like i wish i could just be back in the field with with, with my sheep mm-hmm. and where i was just doing my music and and my thing with with god yeah yeah. And it's, you know, it's for us, it's not that we're supposed, we're not supposed to stay in that, that place of immaturity, if you mm-hmm. will, like it, of, of the field, but that place that, of that first, that first place that where we have our first love, even though we don't stay in that place forever, because the Lord brings us into our calling and he, he has different assignments for us. I think it's important that in our heart, we don't lose that place. Yeah. And we keep That's that really place good. with us. Yep. 
if that's making sense. It, it makes sense. I mean, I think you're feeling like me this afternoon where it's like I, I have this big picture in my head. I'm not sure I'm articulating it correctly, but that's OK. There's grace. So I think you did a great job. I, I see what you're saying. And it's like David gets himself into this season. The scripture clearly communicates that at the time where the kings go to war, yeah, David was home. home. This is a seasonal issue. Right. Something's happened in this season. And things are a, going good for him. This is it. So he ends up in situations. And and this is really the point that Pastor Zach was communicating as we move past the shepherd is just for my salvation. We move into in every season, I need to make sure that I'm attentive to the shepherd. Even if I find myself in a season like, hey, maybe I'm coasting. It's right. a coasting season or maybe it's a real intense season. I've got to make sure that my ears are attentive, my heart. I'm keeping the practices of staying in the word, yep. staying postured in the spirit, right? With the staying prayer. Staying in community. Staying in community. Then as I get into situations, you know, whether good or bad, what you see in David's heart, the reason, part of the reason I believe the Lord said he is and will forever be a man after my own heart is the fact that even in all of that sin, when David was confronted, he didn't balk. He repented immediately. His heart yep. was like, I knew it. I'm, I'm, I'm going back to the shepherd. Yeah, I've sinned against God. And yep. he turned back to him. So in these seasons, we find multiple situations. And even if we get ourselves into a situation or we ended up in a season, it's not good. We can still turn right around about face to the shepherd and come a little closer. Mm -hmm. Shame shouldn't keep us away. So good. Guilt shouldn't keep yep. us away. We nope. should come back to that that grazing in that pasture land yeah, with a good shepherd. Absolutely. So it's good, man. Good show today. Wow. This is wonderful. Any final thoughts? No, I think I I think this is this is awesome. It's just important for us to listen. And all of us should find time to listen, start our day from a posture of listening, mm -hmm. and then live out of that place. Yeah. We have a lot of self-care, soul care going on. A lot of a lot of books, a lot of podcasts, a lot of YouTube's everybody's really especially at this season the mm -hmm. uptick of like hey my body's going to be healthy my mind's going to be healthy we really need to make sure that we're not just looking for clarity and and right. we 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 need to posture ourselves and position ourselves right. to yeah. hear from the Lord and it's one thing to learn about those things and that that that's all good yeah. right but we have to actually do it yeah you know it's again it's it's from it's from the knowing to the actual knowing because you did it mm. So as you're thinking this week, or if you're using this uh, breakdown podcast in a greenhouse, talk about some of the seasons that you're finding yourself in. Talk, a, talk about a situation mm -hmm. that you may be in where maybe you just thought because you're in the situation, Luke, I've had this happen a number of times, because I'm in this situation, I can't turn to the Lord. I got myself in this mess. Yeah. I got to get myself out. Now, the best thing we can do in a situation- You can't get yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> and even if you're in a good situation, yeah, look for the Lord in that. That's good. That's really good. All right, let, let me pray for us today. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for our study and our dialogue. Thank you for John 10 and verses 3 and 4 and all of our study. Thank you that it's not just about salvation, that we can bring you into every season and every situation, and we just want to stay close. We just want to stay close to hear you. We want to be by your side. Help us to respond in this season to your invitation for intimacy. There's a desire in your heart to have intimacy with us. So help us respond appropriately to that and to come closer than we've ever been before. We are going to trust you in any situation we find ourselves and in every season. And we love you, Lord. We are so grateful 
to be with you and to be a part of your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, I'm Luke. And I'm Kurt. That's The Breakdown. We'll catch you next week. Give me a-